Hey, Greyhounds fans. Thank you for listening to the Hounds Huddle podcast on MeridianSports.com, the Greyhound Sports Network, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am LJ Smith, Assistant Director of Athletic Communications here at Moravian University. And on part two of this week's episode, we continue the conversation I had with the Director of Men's and Women's Tennis, Mariana Freitas. We'll pick up where we left off in part one and talk about her eight years at Moravian, completing her first year at the helm of the Greyhounds tennis programs, and what we have to look forward to next season. So let's get this episode underway and reintroduce our guest, Mariana Freitas. Freitas, the director of men's and women's tennis. Uh, so we, we talked about how your journey to get to Moravian. So now you're at Moravian College at the time. It still feels weird <laughs> to say now that right. we're Moravian University, so it takes a little bit to, to not mess up saying that all the time. <laughs> so you're at Moravian. What was, what was that experience like? You're an assistant coach at a program that you didn't participate in. So what was that like working with art? Because art is a legend in himself. He, he's very, right. uh, very talented, very easy to get along with. Um, yeah, I know you're, you're right. Art, you know, he, he's, he was a great mentor. I mean, he still is, you know, I still have a great relationship with him. Uh, I'm definitely, uh, thankful for him. Uh, you know, cause he, he really was the one that, that hired me and I know I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for him to, to give me a chance. Um, you know, after I, I finished grad school, uh, to give me a chance to to start, um, you know, as, in my first job as as an assistant coach. So I'm very grateful uh, for him. Uh, he was a great mentor. I think, you know, he really got me involved in every little single aspect of the program. You know, it, you know, even I remember head coaches had meetings. He would come back to me, and we would spend like a good like hour talking about everything that it was covering the meeting, right? We talked a lot about, you know, practices, what we're going to do today at practice. What did you see yesterday at practice? Um, you know, just, just we were always making plans together for practice, uh, you know, recruiting, uh, scheduling. Um, and uh, so I think we made a lot of decisions together, and I was always thankful that he did that because that allowed me to, you know, obviously gain more experience and learn uh, a lot more about how to run a program. Um, and if it wasn't for that, I don't know if I, if I you know, knew all aspects of, of the program. So I, I definitely, you know, I am grateful for him to just taking the time to go over, um, you know, every single aspect of, of you know, uh, the tennis program and, and just the athletic department as a whole. So years go by, you're, you have some success on both sides and, and learning how to, to coach a program from art and obviously coaching, coaching changes happen. Um, so what was it like kind of learning from art and then transitioning from the different coaches that have been here at Moravian, you kind of take away things from each coach and they mentor you in different ways. What was it like learning from multiple individuals? Um, right. So I, 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 you know, I think you said it best. I think, you know, everyone has a different, you know, style, uh, and I think that's what we experienced here. We had, um, you know, two or three coaches and they were all very different. Um, and, you know, I mean, it, everyone ha is, has a different style and there's no, no right or wrong. 
Uh, I just think that different coaches, they focus their attention more on, on certain things and, and, you know, than others. Uh, and uh, so definitely there was a lot of positives from, uh, from each coach and, and things that, um, that I took from each coach and the experience uh, to work under those head coaches uh, to where I am now. So obviously, you know, just, just thankful for, for all of them. And not only for the coaches that we had within the tennis program, but, you know, overall in our department, because as you know, we have, you know, some people that were here for, uh, that have been here for a long, long time. And I definitely remember, you know, having, you know, obviously a lot of conversations, um, you know, with uh, Mary Beth Spurk, just about, you know, anything about recruiting or, you know, interactions with the team, you know, her door was always open. And then I would say probably JB as well, because those two, I mean, obviously been here for, for a lifetime. And uh, I, I do remember going to them a lot as a, you know, young and inexperienced coach and, and ask them, you know, all of these questions about literally every, every little <laughs> thing about the program. And they were, the two of them were very, very helpful as well. So we've all experienced something that has kind of been unthinkable. The spring of 2020, mm -hmm. a global pandemic hits and you're assisting a program through something that's never been seen before. What did you and the coaching staff do to kind of get the student athletes through such a confusing time? Yeah, that was that was a very very difficult time, and and I mean even all the things that I went through before that of mm -hmm. you know going from one country to another country and changing culture, but this was definitely uh, maybe one of the 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 you know difficult things that I all of us I guess all of us had to go through uh, just you know so much uncertainty and, and unknown, and uh, we had no idea what was going to happen next. Um, I think, you know, at the time, I was the assistant. So, you know, I wasn't, like, involved in those, you know, head coach meetings. Uh, so you don't really – you didn't know at the time everything that was happening. Um, and, and I guess no one no one did because yeah. things were changing on a daily basis. Um, you know, I, I think it was a difficult time for me personally, uh, you know, outside of, of this job and outside of tennis because – you know, being in a country where, you know, you don't have any family here. And, you know, at the time, it felt like more more of my friends were spending actually more time with their families, right? A lot of people Correct. were moving back home and spending more time with their families. You know, the players were spending more time with their families, which was great. But then, you know, I wasn't able to do that. You know, I was kind of stuck here for a little bit, um, you know, and I didn't have the ability to fly home. Uh, since everything was shut down. So I think that was a very, very difficult time um, in my life. And then as far as, as the team goes, I think it was just more of checking in, you know, checking in on, on everyone on a weekly basis. Not so much, you know, related to, to school or tennis, but just like, how are you doing, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you know, what have you been doing? You know, how you're staying busy? Uh, how's everything going? Um, just checking in, uh, you know, with each individual, and then obviously we had some team meetings as well, uh, so that everybody could kind of like see see each other's faces on on Zoom, uh, but just a lot of uh, checking in on each other. And you know, the players were still taking classes online, so also making sure that you know they were completing uh, you know their assignments and they were making progress in the classroom. So navigating this crazy event, the fall of 2020 is also mm -hmm. postponed, delayed but you're able to pick things back up in the winter, in the spring of mm -hmm. 2021. Uh, how good did it feel to finally get back out on the courts with 
like both teams and just see them interact as a squad, but also there's still things going on that you right. have to follow guidelines and restrictions, but you're on the courts again. You get to see them interact and be competitive. What was that like? Um, I mean, I think we are all grateful to be able to spend time together mm -hmm. uh, in person, right? To be able to connect with one another uh, once again, but then again, to be able to share, uh, you know, the, the tennis court, to be able to practice together and compete, um, you know, um, again uh, with other schools and, and, you know, against each other as well. Uh, so, I mean, there was no, no better feeling than that. I think, you know, in the beginning, there were some mixed feelings because, you know, we had won a championship in 2019, right? And we knew we had all of the starters returning. Yeah. Um, you know, so we knew that we were going to have as strong of a team as we did in 2019. So we were very, very excited to see how far we could take it in, in 2020, mm -hmm. uh, you know, because we were a more experienced team. Uh, we were returning all the starters. We were adding a couple new players. So we were very excited about what could – potentially happen in, in, in 2020. So, you know, coming back in, in 2021, again, very, very grateful to be in that position again, that we are seeing each other in person. We are interacting with one another yes. in person and not on Zoom or, you know, uh, and obviously to be able to compete again. Uh, but there was always that feeling that, you know, that, that ear was stolen from us. Mm -hmm. Like, Obviously, it happened to many, many yes. teams across the country. It wasn't just us, but, you know, we graduated. We ended up graduating two starters that spring of 2020, and, and, and obviously uh, they were not able to, to come back for another year. Uh, so it was just like there's always that, you know, what could we have what, done? What How have much, yep. you know, could we have accomplished that year knowing what we did in 2019? Uh, but, but again, you know, those are things that we can't control. Many other teams went through went through the same uh, scenario, and and I think in the end of the day, we were just very very grateful to be you know together in person and to be you know on a tennis court again. So you you mentioned it the the women's squad captured the 2019 Landmark Conference title. You're back on the courts with both teams, and you return the starters minus a few. Right. You make another run in the <laughs> Landmark Conference tournament. In 2021, you get to host, which is an indoor right. meet or indoor match, excuse me. Right. Ten hours <laughs> later, I'd be so remiss if I didn't bring <laughs> this up. Ten hours later against the University of Scranton comes down to six singles and Maddie Fiegel. What just that match in in general, because it's it's the the heightened competitiveness of both of these programs knowing what it's coming down to, 10 hours of competition and Maddie Fiegel claims match point. <laughs> Just thinking about going back to that, what was that whole experience like? Um, <laughs> yeah, I know you, you had to mention how, how long that, <laughs> that match went for. Um, we, I think we, we, did we set a record there for the longest, um, longest match in, in the history of college tennis? I, oh, I possibly. Believe, yeah, possibly. It was, it's <laughs> up there if it's not, it's definitely something. Um, so obviously, you know, we, we host and, you know, we're playing screen. Um, and, and, you know, the funny thing is 2019, we also play screen in the finals. We also host. And we were also indoors. So, and the only difference was that in 2019, we were indoors at Lehigh only because 
we still had the old surface. Oh, that's right. The old surface yeah. in the arc, right? So we were not allowed to host matches in that surface, obviously, just very fast for, yes. for tennis. Uh, so, you know, 2019, we are the hosts again. You know, unfortunately, not playing at our home courts, playing, you know, at, at Lehigh uh, indoor facility against Scran as well. Obviously, Scran, you know, very talented team. Mm -hmm. 2021, we get to do it all over again, yep. hosting Scran in the finals indoors again. Yes. Um, and, uh, and I mean, what an unbelievable match. I don't think we'll ever, uh, you know, forget about that match. I don't think we'll ever forget about that picture of Maddie. Maddie absolutely. <laughs> it's captured in all of its essence and glory and... Just like I have goosebumps thinking about <laughs> how meaningful that was for the program to win back-to-back -back landmark conference right. titles and doing it so with that, I'm going to allude to a gap year <laughs> again because right. of whatever right. everything happened with the pandemic, but it's just remarkable the adversity that group overcame to capture that. I mean, that was, you know, that was unbelievable, you know, that day. Um, you know, I, I remember from, you know, the moment that I started setting up the arc all the way until, you know, when we left at like 11, <laughs> 11 p.m. <laughs> that day when we left the, the Johnston, right? I mean, what an unbelievable day and an unbelievable journey. Uh, you know, obviously very talented team, Scran. Uh, we, uh, you know, unfortunately put ourselves in a tough situation by losing all three doubles. Uh, you know, which obviously not ideal, far from ideal, I would say. So we are 3-0 down going into singles. So we know that we have to win five out of the six, um, you know, singles, uh, which that's very, very tough to do. Mm -hmm. It's possible. It's doable, obviously. Yes. We proved yeah. that. But, you know, it, it is not the, not the best situation to be in. And then we are down to two courts which makes things a lot harder because, you know, for some of these players, I mean, Maddie was, she didn't play doubles. She was waiting for seven, hour, seven yeah. hours until she got to step on the court. And guess what? Then she knows it's, it's down, down to, to her, her match. Correct. You know, it's for all, it's down to her match. And, you know, we had, I believe that four of those singles matches went to a third set. Um, you know, I, I think Mary went to a third set. Kristen went to a third mm -hmm. set. Jules also went to a third set, but she ended up losing her singles match. And then Maddie went to, you know, a, a third set as well. Uh, and, I mean, I, I can't even imagine what was going on in her head because um, just going back to, you know, the, the days, you know, being a student athlete and, and the pressure that you feel to uh, succeed for your team and, mm -hmm. and for your teammates and you don't want to let them down. And, and here she is knowing that, you know, our – top four players are graduating that year and it's coming down to her match for all and and uh and and yeah and she knows we we need the win uh to to obviously win that championship in advance to the ncaa's but if i you know if i was going to pick someone to do it i mean she is one of the most competitive players that we have on the team the most driven player uh and i i think the biggest challenge for me was to sit still on that chair <laughs> and try to, you know, look calm every time that she would, yeah. you know, uh, on every changeover, just try to look like I wasn't. Calm, <laughs> calm and positive. That's what Very, it right. And we basically, you know, it, it was it was interesting because, you know, we had the three coaches sitting on that court 
Uh, and we said the same exact thing every changeover. Uh, you know, the same game plan, even though she lost the first set, the game plan was exactly the same. It was just to get better at it with every point in every game. Uh, and we said, you know, the same exact thing. Uh, but like you said, it was just more, of, you know, making sure that she was relaxed and breathing uh, and, and that we were breathing as well. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I definitely are more the type of pacing around. Um, you know, during matches, but I knew at that time, you know, I, I knew I had to, you know, just stand still and, and be sitting and, and look calm. And, and you know, I, I didn't want her to look at me and, and look and like I was. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, unbelievable match. And, you know, for, for Maddie, you know, just a singles player at the time, uh, that year she only played singles. And, you know, for her to get the win at four all, I mean, what an unbelievable pressure. And for her to be able to, you know, lose a first set and come back. Yes. And, and then win the next two. I mean, that's an unbelievable. And obviously, you know, that's a proud moment for herself. But, you know, the team and, and coaches overall, uh, that, that was a day that we'll never, we'll never forget as a team. What can you do with business phone from Penteladata? Make a conference call from the coffee shop. Or connect from the back nine. With unlimited phone services, 24-hour support, and mobile synergy, our cloud-based technology makes it easy to do business from anywhere. And we do mean anywhere. No more being stuck in the office. Which is great for everyone. I think. Add cloud-based business phone service from Penn Teledata. Historic Hotel Bethlehem is perfect for any stay. The finely appointed rooms and suites are complemented by excellent dining choices featuring Chef Michael Adams, the taproom for drinks and casual fare, or an upscale dining experience with a view at 1741 on the terrace. For business meetings, visit our Executive Conference Center, stop by our women's boutique for a selection of fashion and jewelry, or grab a cone at our Hotel B ice cream parlor. Historic Hotel Bethlehem is where our history will make the memory of your stay last a lifetime. Are you looking to get your hands on Moravian University Greyhounds gear? Head over to moraviansports.com and click the link sideline store under the tab fan zone to find our Moravian apparel store. Each month, there is a promotion that offers a discount to all things Greyhounds from hats, hoodies, shirts, and more. Head to the Moravian Athletic sideline store today, powered by BSN Sports. And you move forward to NCAAs. You get a victory as well, which right. was very exciting. I believe it's the second year in a row that you right. come away with a win in an NCAA tournament. So a lot to build off of moving into the next year, especially on the women's side. But then something happens over the summer. You get promoted <laughs> to the director of the men's and women's tennis program after being here for seven years as an assistant. Hearing that, how, how excited are you? How grateful are you that you've been a part of this program and now you get to call it your own? Right. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm very, very thankful to, to, to be here, you know, today to have this conversation with you and, and you know, as, as the head coach, as the director of tennis. Uh, you know, I've been here since 2014. And even, you know, last summer, I mean, we really didn't know what was going to happen. Right. So there was, a, you know, a lot of things that we didn't know and a lot of things that we couldn't control. Uh, so we, you know, we had no idea that that's what was going to happen. So, but I'm very obviously grateful, uh, you know, to coach Spurke and, and Dean Lloyd and, and, and just the school as a whole to, to give me, um, you know, this opportunity to become the director of tennis, uh, especially because obviously being here since 2014, I mean, I was very familiar with the school and the, and the department and the program and, you know, I, I knew I was, I wanted to be here. 
uh, and and I knew I wanted to you know call it my my own my own program, uh, and you know I'm just very very grateful that that happened. So you go through your first season here. Mm -hmm. The women's team makes the postseason. The men's squad comes down to the last two matches. Very close matches, very competitive matches, 5-4, just on the opposite side mm -hmm. of things. A lot of things to build off of moving forward for, for next year. But talk a little bit about the, some of the key contributors from both sides. We'll start with the men's program. Um, yeah, like you said, the men, you know, we, we fell short on the men's side. But, you know, uh, you know, we made a ton of progress on the men's side. And I, and I think that's what, you know, I, I told the players at the end of the season. Um, you know, we had the goal of making the playoffs and we just fell short. But I think if we look at previous years, we were actually competitive uh, in conference play. Uh, so we were in it. We were in it in every match. So we, we obviously have to be proud of ourselves uh, for doing that, for accomplish that this year. Uh, we also had, you know, a lot of new people. We had four right. freshmen in the starting lineup. Uh, so obviously it's a young team. Uh, and, you know, we might, we might not get to where we want to be right away. Uh, but I, I just think that, you know, we, we made a lot of progress. You know, those last two matches, it came down to those last two matches, you know, two, five, four losses, which, again, it doesn't get any closer than that, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, it's a difference of, of one point uh, that could have lent us a spot in, in the playoffs. But I think it's, it's a good learning lesson for, for next year that, you know, we know how competitive our, our conference is and, and that we have to obviously work hard, um, you know, during the during the season and the off season as well. Um, I would say, you know, I think everyone contributed this year, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think we have people that gave us more on the court. We have people that gave us a lot more off the court as well. And, and, and both both of them are very, very important. Um, you know, the four freshmen starting, I mean, that's huge. Absolutely. And, I think they were a huge part of, of the success that we've seen uh, this, this past year. And then, you know, that wouldn't be possible without the leadership of, of some of our returning players. You know, we have our juniors co-captains, Karen and Justin. Uh, you know, we have Andrew, which obviously you know well. He's, he's a two-sport athlete. Uh, he plays on the golf team as well. He's not always with us at every match and every practice, but but when when he is, we know absolutely how consistent he is. I think I think the same thing for golf, right? He's Correct. a very consistent player. Same thing for tennis. He's very consistent, and I know that uh, we know that when he's there uh, with us with tennis, uh, we know what he's capable of doing. Um, and then you know we had also other returning players that were key contributors off the court. Uh, you know, junior uh, Aiden Evans-Garley and, and then uh, sophomore uh, Steve Schneider as well. And, and we're lucky that we're returning all of them. And, and that's what I was going to say. Uh, having four freshman starters in the, in the lineup is incredible to say the least, mm -hmm. but now you're moving forward. They have a year under their belts. Right. That is only going to have them so much more prepared, especially working with you and the staff. Mm-hmm into next season they're going right. to be that much stronger that much more prepared and my mind just goes to to anthony that long match he had at first singles uh, I, I think it was susquehanna mm -hmm. that lasted like four and a half hours right. and just the the resiliency he sh he showed as a freshman mm -hmm. at first singles taking on a senior and i just remember i over, i remember overhearing the compliment from the senior he goes you're you're going to be excellent right and as a freshman that comes down to that individual me versus team thing. Right. As long as that's communicated, it's a team event. But mm -hmm. he seems to be on the right path. 
he's buying in with all these freshmen. Ronnie, you can tell when Ronnie's on the court because <laughs> you hear him. I, he's I, very, I love hearing very how excited. Ener- energetic he is with right. the program. It's so bright looking forward with this mm-hmm. group. Having the leadership of the co-captains, Justin and Kieran as well, is just phenomenal. Very important. And then we'll move to the women's side where you had one lone senior mm-hmm. who was a part of the program this year and then a a, a quantity of them coming Mm -hmm. back as well. So let's talk about them a little bit before we move uh, into the postseason of this past year for the women. Yeah, so so the women, uh, you know, this year, I mean, we – you know, like last year we talked about that. We know we graduated our top four. uh, So we knew we had a lot of work to do this year. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we had people, um, you know, Jules, Maddie, Christina – they were playing like three spots higher than they did previous seasons. I mean, you had Christina that only played doubles last year. She came this year, played singles, doubles, undefeated. undefeated. Unbelievable. 31 and 0. Unbelievable season. And record. After, you know, last year as as a sophomore, only playing in doubles, yeah. right? She played a couple matches in singles. This year, she took on this challenge where she's playing, you know, middle of the lineup both doubles and singles, and she Phenomenal. did not lose a match. Phenomenal. Uh, you know, unbelievable, uh, you know, outstanding season for her. The same the same for Maddie because, you know, Maddie was kind of on the similar boat as Christina was uh, to where previous season, previous year, she only played singles. As, as you remember, we just talked about the screen match. Uh, you know, she only played in singles. Had a couple, a couple matches in doubles, but but mostly a singles player. Uh, and now this year, she, you know, obviously we had to because of how talented she is. Um, you know, we gave her the chance of playing both in singles and doubles. And again, phenomenal season for Maddie as well. Uh, I think she had only one loss in singles, I believe, and and I think one loss as well in the fall season in doubles. Uh, but you know, her and Christina combined, they, you know, in doubles together, they were undefeated, the two mm-hmm. of them. And they were probably the key contributors to our team, I would say. And then you had Jules as well, you know, a tremendous player. Um, you know, I, I think, unfortunately, she was playing three spots higher. So now she's going from playing at four, uh, you know, in, in 2021 to now playing at number one position. That's a big jump. That's mm-hmm. a big challenge. And you're talking about playing against the every best of our conference. Uh, that is not easy. That right. is not easy, especially – if you take in consideration that this was the the first real season that she has ever experienced, even though she's a junior already, right? This is the first ever, you know, first real spring season that she has experienced. And now she has to face every conference or even non-conference, every team's number one one player. So the best of the best. So, you know, she still had, you know, a great season. She definitely improved with every match. uh, And I know she's going to, you know, come back a lot stronger next year. And then, you know, we had Morgan as well, our only senior, a uh, huge contributor. You know, I, I mean, you know, we all wish that she, she could absolutely. come back for, you know, another year, maybe another two years. Uh, you know, first year on the team, you know, playing, you know, top of the lineup for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, unbelievable what she did in, in this, you know, in this year alone. Uh, I, I would say, like, she's probably the most improved player on our team. Uh, this past year and oh my goodness I I really just wish we could just have her even if it was just just one more year yeah um you know but she had you know an unbelievable journey here at Raven and, and obviously 
uh, you know, graduated and is ready to to do, you know, big and, and better things. And uh, and then we had other, you know, first year, you know, freshman, uh, Rose and then Mara, sophomore, but also so first year on the team. And, I mean, also unbelievable performance, unbelievable record. Mm -hmm. It's five and six, um, you know, singles and, and three doubles. And then, you know, I would say, you know, Emily and Gabby, huge contributors as well because they have improved so much this past year. Uh, and then Megan, I think she really, really showed her potential in the fall. And then very unfortunate that she got injured the very first day of the spring season, which was very, very unfortunate because we never got to see how far she could she could take it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, on the court uh, because she came back uh, only like at the very end of the spring season and, you know, still a little hesitant with, with moving with her movement on the court uh, after being, you know, uh, out for for two months. So. The squad makes the landmark conference tournament again, mm -hmm. defending the title that they've earned twice. Right. Tw two times. You head to Goucher, who you fell to by a score of five to four mm -hmm. in the regular season. You now get to go back to Goucher and try to redeem yourself, which you do with a five to two victory, earning another spot in the landmark conference title match against a very talented Drew University squad. Mm-hmm. How important was it for this group of women to go to Goucher and redeem themselves? Well, I mean, you know, like you said, you know, we, it, the regular season, we, we had a tough 5-4 loss against Goucher. But when you, when it's that close, you know, you know, as, as obviously as, as athletes, as competitors, you know that if we get to face this team a second time around, you, now you know, you know what to expect. Correct. Uh, you know, and it's a little different compared to other sports because we don't really get to watch film, right? Yes, yeah. We don't get to watch film. We don't know what the lineup is going to be until we get there, until five minutes before the match when we exchange the lineup. So we don't know. I can't say, hey, you know, Jules, you're going to play so-and-so. I mean, we have an idea. Correct. But even, you know, we can't watch film, so we don't really know what to expect. But now we get to face a team that, you know, we, we know a little bit about this team now because we mm -hmm. had just faced them, you know, uh, three weeks prior to that semifinal match. Uh, and, and we knew what um, – we knew the first time around we didn't play great doubles. We knew that. And that was something that we have focused all year round. We have to play strong doubles. We invested so much time – uh, in, in, in getting our players to become really, really strong doubles rather than just have strong singles players just put together and play mm -hmm. doubles. Uh, so we invested a lot of time in making sure that we are, you know, putting our, some strong doubles performances out there. And we didn't do that the first time around when we played them. We won uh, only one out of the three doubles. And, uh, and we knew that for the most part, every time you're down one, two, you know, it's tough to win matches when, when you don't win at least two out of the three doubles, right? So we knew that was that was our first goal. It started with doubles. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and obviously, you know, they, they earned the spot, you know, of, of hosting, you know, the, the semifinal. And, uh, but we were, you know, we were hungry. We, we wanted that, and especially coming from, you know, previous years where we won. We won, you know, uh, the championship. We knew that we wanted to take it as far as we could. And we knew we, we, we didn't have a second chance. We knew it was, you know, we either get the job done today or our season is, is over. Uh, and I think, you know, especially with, with Morgan, I think she showed great leadership because being her 
first year on the team and last, yep. she wanted that more, more than anyone else. And I think she had created some, uh, you know, strong relationships with her teammates. So it's almost like we all wanted to do it for her as well. But I think our focus was to have a really, really strong start in doubles and then, you know, evaluate after doubles on, on what we had to do, what the game plan was going into singles. And I think, you know, we, we did that. We spent, you know, that week, uh, actually all year, <laughs> but, you know, especially that last week uh, working, you know, uh, on our doubles play. And, and then obviously we were able to, to get all three doubles that day. Yeah, I, the amount of conversations we've had about how important doubles was mm -hmm. all season long uh, definitely came true right. in that semifinal match. Now, the season's over. Your first year mm -hmm. as director of tennis is behind you. What do we have to look forward to for the next year of Moravian tennis? Um I mean, I think we have a lot to look forward. Uh, I mean, one of the things that we talked about was the fact that, you know, I'm returning, you know, um, every player on, on the men's squad. So so that's huge, obviously. Um, and, and obviously more experienced uh, players, uh, you know, as we talked about having, you know, four freshmen starting, you know, there are going to be more experienced players starting in the next fall. And then, you know, on the women's side, we're also – returning for the most part, you know, uh, everyone except for, for Morgan. So I think that's exciting because we are returning, uh, you know, basically all of our, you know, uh, 18 players, actually 18 out of 19 are returning. So that's something to look for because you know, they're going to come back stronger and more experienced players. Um, and then I would say, you know, we are also have, we also have one of the largest incoming classes on the men's side. Uh, and, um, so that's definitely something to look for as well, because I know there's a lot of talent there. So it's going to be interesting to see if, if how many of them are actually going to make our starting lineup. Because, you know, as you know, I mean, tennis is very different than other sports. Yes. We kind of have we set our, our, our starting lineup early in the fall and then we just kind of go with it, um, you know, for the rest of the season. Unless there's obviously injuries or, mm -hmm. or, you know, if anything happens with academics, then we make adjustments. But we are not really in a position that we can sub people in and out, you know, yes. uh, during matches. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to see how, you know, those freshmen, uh, you know, how much talent that they're going to add to our team. Same on the women's side. We don't have as big of a class coming in, uh, but we still have a couple of people that I expect to be, you know, key contributors on the women's side as well. Uh, so obviously, you know, we want to continue the success on, on the women's side. And I think this year we proved that we could also be successful on, on the men's side. So I'm looking forward to that as well, to hopefully have both teams in it uh, next year. Um, and I think just looking forward to continue to make, you know, small changes in, in within the program uh, that are hopefully going to, you know, just overall make our program better. That's incredible. Your first season under your belt as director of tennis, concluding, I believe, your eighth year here. Correct. Which is just <laughs> amazing that you've been around, been able to be a part of the culture of Moravian and continue to thrive in this environment and still be able to contribute as you said the environment of, of moravian with head coaches like mm -hmm. shelly bowder right jb, JB Mary Beth, all of these people that have been here for 30 plus years has just been phenomenal to, to learn from and, and take any information we can from them to just improve the program mm -hmm. the university as a whole and take some knowledge with us as, right. as we move forward as well absolutely mariana thank you so much for taking 
some time to spend with <laughs> me and and for me to be able to kind of learn exactly what your story is. We talked a little bit about it before. It's not something everyone knows. So the fact that you've been able to open up and share your experience with me and everyone that's going to tune in, I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. No, yeah, thank, thanks for having me, LJ, and, 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 you know, thanks for everything that you do as well for our department, and I think, like you said, I mean, I, I don't tell my story to too many people, so even I think some of my players, I don't know how much, how much they know about how I, how I got here, uh, you know, to, to this job, to where I am now as, as director of tennis, so um, I think this, this is great that I'm, you know, have the opportunity to tell my story, so I appreciate you for that. I had a great time talking with Mariana Freitas, the director of men's and women's tennis here at Moravian University. Over the span of both of these episodes, we had the opportunity to reflect on her past as a student athlete, then her coaching tenure as a Greyhound over the last eight years, including her first year as the head coach of both the men's and women's tennis programs. Be sure to follow the tennis squad on social media at Moravian Tennis on Instagram and Twitter and at Moravian University Tennis on Facebook. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and follow Moravian University Athletics as well. That's all I have for you on this episode of the Hounds Huddle Podcast. Until next time, I'm LJ Smith, signing off. Mm-hmm.